Welcome back to Money Mile. I am your host, Justin Waller, and Money Mile is where you share a mile with us and we help you live a better life. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active and phased financial independence and who are ultimately interested in leaving a meaningful legacy. This episode is the second of five foundational steps to financial fitness. From our last episode, you had the homework of thinking about what are the top one or two tips you can use to build a better spending plan. How did that go? What did you come up with? I'd love to hear from you and hear more about your journey. You can email me at info at wallerfc.com. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the second of five foundations for financial fitness. Our first foundation is spend less than what you earn. The second foundation is do something smart with the difference. Let's use an example of $5,000 a month of income. If your spending plan works and you are spending $4,500 of that, or $4,500, you should have $500 to do something smart with. And that is what we're talking about today. I often get asked questions like, is it better for me to pay off debt or invest? Is it better for me to invest in XYZ or ABC? Or is it better for me to do this or that? In some situations, both choices are good. And the question is really, which of these good choices are best for me? In other situations, it's like asking, should I continue to throw money away or should I save it? The answer to the second set of questions is obviously much easier. Unfortunately, the financial media and the guy next door can make these situations confusing. If you are not clear about what you're trying to accomplish financially, there can be lots of financial distractions. If you know what you are trying to accomplish, the best answer to your question is generally some education about the options you are considering. Once people understand their options, they are typically able to make pretty good decisions with more confidence. Your individual circumstances are different than everyone else's, and it would be best for you to discuss these ideas with your friendly fee-only financial planner. If you don't have a friendly fee-only financial planner, I'll put some resources in the show notes and you can find one there. Until then, here are some general guidelines. Smart ideas. We start by saving money. Now, having more money in savings is rarely a bad idea. Here I'm talking about cash reserve accounts at your local bank or online. Savings and money market accounts may not necessarily be fancy, but if this is what you need in your situation, this is a great place to start. The second smart idea is paying off debt. The sooner you're out of debt, the better off you will be. We will talk more in a future episode about using debt wisely, and there are some worse debts than others. So if you're interested in paying down debts, you might want to listen to that episode before you make any major changes. Third smart idea is investing and building wealth. Please be respectful of your own risk preference here and don't invest in something you don't understand. But there are several ways to invest funds. The first of which is a Roth IRA. If you're eligible, you may have heard this term before, and it essentially allows you to set aside money after taxes have been paid and grow those resources on a tax-free basis for the future, assuming you're following all the rules. The second way to invest and build wealth is typically an employer-sponsored retirement plan, and these are rarely bad ideas. This is especially true if your employer is going to pay you to save money through a matching contribution. Please take their money! 
The third area here is a taxable investment account. In this account, you can buy all the same things that you bought in your employer-sponsored retirement plan or in your Roth IRA, all the things that are important for you, like mutual funds, stocks, bonds, exchange-traded funds, all the things that would work in your other investment account options. You can also buy them just in a taxable investment account. By doing so, you lose a little bit of the tax preferential treatment of some of these other options, but you also get a lot of flexibility, so it's not necessarily a bad idea. The fourth area here is a 529 plan. These are particularly used for educational savings accounts, and technically there are worse ideas, but you really should talk with a planner before you use one of these. You might also look at your overall portfolio and decide that you want to do something more creative. I have talked with folks about a comic book collection as a means to financial independence. A non-traditional route may be the right route for you, but I encourage additional caution when you are dealing with non-traditional investments. If you have questions here, please refer back to the episode, Investing Like a Triathlete, even if you aren't a triathlete. Uh, here I give you some basic explanation of the primary investment types. I am a fan of diversified, low-cost portfolios, so please don't roll the dice on the next crypto.gone meme stock unless you know what you're doing or you have money to lose. Now, let's talk about a few of the many less-than-smart ideas. The first here is buying the newest gadget or gizmo, outfit, or whatever it may be, that is not in your spending plan. If it's important for you, you should be able to save up for it or put it into your spending plan and review it on your monthly money meeting. Second, go on an extra vacation, even though you're not saving appropriately for your goals and you haven't planned for it. It's a bad idea. Third, buying things that will decrease in value. If in six months, the thing you are considering buying will be worth less to you than what you are paying for it now, consider doing something else with your money. This is something that can be really difficult for the gear geeks in the crowd. If I can save three watts by spending several hundred dollars, the chances are that next year there is going to be another new gadget that will save five watts and what I bought this year will be worth less than what I paid for it. If it is built into your spending plan, go for it and enjoy what you're doing. If it's not built into your spending plan, you should really give it at least a second thought. Now here's an additional thought. If you find yourself with an intelligent idea you like, and someone tries to talk you into doing something else, remember that it's your money, and you are the one who has to deal with your decisions. Some other idea might make more financial sense, but if you have a good idea and you can put your motivation and energy behind it, you might be better off. A motivated person with a good idea can accomplish a lot. Next time, we'll talk about the third foundation of financial fitness, protect what you can't afford to lose. Please keep in mind, I am not recommending anyone buy or sell any specific investment or assets. Please talk with your financial planner to obtain specific financial planning advice. There are risks involved with everything. Do not invest in anything you do not understand. Refer to investment prospectuses and etc. for details on specific investments. I will also put a link in the show notes for a spending plan template. Now, once we've talked about how we're going to spend money and how we're going to save it, this can be really helpful. This is a pretty comprehensive template, so 
Take what you need and don't get bogged down by the details. If it takes you more than about 90 minutes to rough out your spending and savings plan, you might be getting too detailed. Your savings rate is an easy way to see if you are improving in this foundational area. Savings rate is typically expressed as a percentage. If you are bringing in $5,000 per month and saving $500 per month, you are saving 10% of your income. That would be your savings rate. I think it's easier sometimes to think about the raw amount that you are saving. If you start saving $100 per month, and six months later, you are able to save $500 a month due to some diligent spending plan use, I'm pretty sure you're headed in the right direction. I don't really care if you spent more or less on race entry fees or energy gel that month, as long as you're headed in the right direction. So keep in mind your savings rate or the amount that you're saving. I hope this has been a valuable time invested for you. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. Here I shared some suggestions on smart things to do with your extra income and some ideas to avoid. At this point, I would suggest starting with one smart strategy that resonates with you. Pick one idea and set up a systematic way for you to do it every month so you don't have to think about it again. If you think you could save $1,000 a month, I also suggest starting a bit smaller and work up to it. So start with $800 a month and work up to the $1,000 target. It is much better to start small and work up rather than go big and break a strategy and not do it anymore. Once you have decided, email me at info at wallerfc.com and let me know which of the strategies you are going to implement this month. That's your homework for this episode. Keep in mind that if you work out, most everything else will too. I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.